Party Pal, the mind-bending film and television podcast you did not know you needed. My name is Michael Shields, and I am here with my co-host, Brian Saxon. What's up, Brian? What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Good? Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's, that's it. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's what we got. That's all I'm bringing. Oh, that's I heard some laughter. Uh, we are not alone. We have someone else. We have, uh, uh, he has been here before. We were so impressed. We had such a good time. We have Will Nunziata from God We and Evan. What's up, Will? I am so excited to be here. I hope I don't give you guys the soft, uh, sophomore slump. Oh, exactly. I, mean, I, I think it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I know. I'm going to be just as good as I was in the last one. We That's are definitely goal. judging. Yeah, great. I heard. <laughs> I, I had a couple of people tell me that the Arnold episode was the best episode that we've done. That's I don't want to say it's mine. It's because of me. Uh, <laughs> it might be. definitely yeah. you guys. It might be. <laughs> the topic was something else too, and also with uh, an episode like that, you do get to like deal with a lot of films. Well, yeah, we you we, get to bounce around. Yeah, and, we got uh, to just. It you was know. you, Will. No, it wasn't because we right. got to do like four minutes on Predator. It's like great. Let's move on. Uh, so I did mention that Will is from. God We Never, and that's also on the Osiris Network. Like we are, welcome to the party, pal. Is on the Osiris Podcast Network. Check out OsirisPod.com for more great podcasts. Today we are here to talk about one of the finest films ever made, the 2007 American drama written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson and starring Daniel Day Lewis and Paul Dano. That is, there will be blood. Drink your milkshake. I drink it up! This is going to be, I mean, just like the Arnold episode, another one that gives us so much to talk about. I mean, this is, you guys love this film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, after we did the Arnold episode with Will, Will kind of hit us, hit us up. We we asked him, we're just like, we should do this again. Like, give us some ideas. Right away. We're like, like, what do you want to talk about? He kind of gave us lists. There Will Be Blood was on it. Uh, blood sport was also on yeah, no, yeah. But yeah, we were gonna do it. There will be There's blood sport episode. There's low, lowbrow. I would love to do a blood sport. I'm a big fan. I think John Claude blood sport. It's the whole blood. JCVD episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Why wouldn't you just group that together? Yeah. Uh, he's got enough. Yeah. He's got enough good ones. He's, he also, he you know, a lot, lot of got caught up in there's a little a lot bit. Of, there's yeah. a lot of lion hearts. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> there's some downs. Um, did you guys ever do the? Is it Amazon or I think it's. 
Yeah, it's Amazon Prime. The, sh- the show he did recently. Did not watch nah, that. but I've heard good things. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's like, it really mocks his old films. It mocks him. It's really self-mocking. And it just, it's like... It's, it's like JCVD. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. JCVD yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was definitely cool. But, so yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, so we he, hit up Will. Either way, but yeah. He had There Will Be Blood on the, on yeah. the list. And we just like... And, um, I, and then coincidentally, uh, I went to see There Will Be Blood at, the, at Lincoln Center with the New York Philharmonic. Doing the whole score. Doing the whole score live. That's fucking and, awesome. Uh, no Johnny though, right? Yeah. Was Johnny there? No, 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 no. Johnny Greenwood for those. Johnny Greenwood who did the score for Ra- of Radiohead. Radiohead. Radiohead, I've heard of them. Yeah. They're a band. <laughs> Little band. And also but, uh, Janoon. His, uh, he's in, uh, it's an Indian band where it's him and Ooh. a bunch of uh, um, in, uh, you know, Indians. Yeah. Making that makes Indian sense. music. Yeah. I, I should hope so. Yeah. <laughs> like sitars. And, so, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. wild. They, uh, Actually, on the most recent tour, Radio did through the city at the Garden. Uh, they were opening up for Radiohead, and it was it was it, it's pretty wild music. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so I I mean I saw it live with this like huge symphony orchestra, yeah. and uh, they did. I mean, first of all, if you get the opportunity to see a film in this manner, it's mm-hmm. pretty remarkable. I have How- seen Babe in that manner. What? <laughs> Babe with the pig. Yeah. Yeah. That probably works well. I mean, it that's, did. that's probably like Peter and the Wolf. You yeah. know how the oboe is the... Yeah, I mean, I, I would animal, think that the, the New York Philharmonic is, is not going to do it if it's not something that, like, you know, like, right. I'm sure, like, John would... I don't know. Is it overpowering? So, it's, it's... The sound mixing is incredible because if you don't... If you want to just watch the movie... And ignore the the orchestra. The one hundred people on stage yeah. playing along. <laughs> you can. Yeah. It blends in like it's mixed so well that like I, there were times I forgot that there was an actual like they're they're hitting all their marks. It is just dude, spot on to what. Crazy. Is it is it a different print of the film that has the score removed? I don't and know. That's playing. a good question. Yes, it it's got to be. It's got to be. Right? be. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah, mean, they're playing they, over they top did, just yeah. being louder. I mean, yeah. it was. Packed. It was sold out. Like the all of uh, I think it was David Geffen Hall at Lincoln Center. So that's a big. It's a yeah, big beautiful theater. Room. Beautiful acoustics, room. obviously incredible. Mm-hmm. And they just have the screen like right above where the orchestra plays. They come out. Same place, Babe was. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, I could see. I could kind of see like the conductor performing, and he had like a, a digital screen mm-hmm. of like the so like the notes would come up digitally. And he could see when he was supposed to come in. Right, he's, not, I, he's I, not turning pages. Right, 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 right. Um, so that was, I mean, that was pretty impressive. Uh, but yeah, there were times like I'd forget that there was an orchestra there, and I'd look down and be like, oh yeah, there's like a woman playing a, a cello like in this part, like with like a spotlight yeah. on her. And I, I think it's testament to like how they do it. But so I'm, I highly recommend it. They did it last year. Mm-hmm. If they yeah. do it again next year, they, and they do it for two days only. Was this in, um, uh, you know, uh, correspondence with the 10-year anniversary? Because it is yeah. right around 10 yeah. years. It's 10 years. Yeah. 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 You know how I know it's 10 years? How? Because uh, I've been with my wife uh, almost 10 years. And I saw this movie with the girl I dated for a very few months before this movie. Oh. And she walked out of the theater like, ugh. 
That wasn't very that, good. That was so, and I'm like, and I liked her a lot yeah. up until then. Yeah. And then when we, she said that, I'm like, really? <laughs> like I like I started like it was like I flashed and she, saw all the problems of the relationship <laughs> at once. Planted the seed of doubt. Yeah, right there. Like, Maybe you're not yeah. right. And she wasn't right. And it was a de- 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 destiny. I will that. say the one. This is the one thing that sticks in my mind every time I watch the movie. I see this scene. Uh, she was starting. Uh, she was younger, and she was starting to get into film and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, the one, this, uh, this uh, tracking shot, or this dolly shot, where they're, they're actually on the train tracks themselves, mm-hmm. and you start with a long shot of the train tracks, then you pull back, and then it uh, swivels to the side, and you see the station, and you see the car The pulling. car going around, yeah, yeah. She was, her reaction to that shot was, oh my god, do you think he realized he showed the, the, the tracks for the, for the dolly in? <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> this, this relationship ain't gonna last. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I watch the movie, I look. I'm like, "There's this is a trade track. This is a choice. This, is, this wasn't an accident. It's, it's it's the entire everything about it is so purposeful. Yeah, I yeah. mean, to the down to the every story. frame they use the uh, what's it called when you do like storyboarding. Yeah, uh, no, not the storyboarding. When you break it up into like quadrants, mm. there's like nine. There's like nine frames. You're our tech guy, Brian. Yeah, this is your role. But There Will Be Blood is a film inspired by Upton Sinclair's novel Oil. And uh, as most of you know who are listening, it's the story of a silver miner turned oil man on a ruthless quest for wealth during Southern California's oil boom of the late 19th and early 20th centuries. So it was a uh, rule of thirds. Rule of thirds. Yes. yes. Rule you. of thirds. Every shot is is utilized as a rule of thirds. So, like, if the screen is like set up into like nine quadrants, right, right. you're filling every one with like, it's every you're using that those nine quadrants to purposely fill the frame. So, like, it's 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 a photography technique to mm-hmm. like fill. the So frame. symmetry within each yeah. frame and like yeah. yeah. I use rule of Balance. thirds for my Instagram account. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed. My, that I mean, my kids always to the left. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think even on your like, if you use the square shot on Instagram, it is broken up into nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, so that's the rule of thirds. So every shot and there will be blood utilizes yeah. that. Uh, it won. I was just about to get into uh, um, you know it, it's it was critically acclaimed. And people loved it, and it was nominated nominated for eight Academy Awards, and uh, it won two. And one was Best Actor, obviously. Oh right. My God. Uh, and then the the uh, cinematography won uh, Robert Elswit, who's a who's a fucking genius. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he's I love looking at his um, IMDb because it's like you know he's got all these he did he's done these PTA films he did Magnolia he did Punch oh. Drunk Love he did Inherent Vice. Boogie Nights, Heartache, you know, he's worked with him a bunch. Worked with Clooney a bunch. He's, you know, the um, Good Night and Good Luck. But, That's uh, a good one. And uh, even even Siriana, uh, Michael Clayton. Yeah. But uh, made all these, like, kind of, like, really great, uh, you know, kind of highbrow films. He'll do some fucking blockbusters. He just did Skyscraper. <laughs> Get out, <laughs> really? He's, not, he's done two Mission Impossible. Oh, good for him. Yeah, exactly. Get out there. You know, it's not. It doesn't have to be all. Yeah, artsy. Yeah. Well, he's got to make some money. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, man. So you obviously uh, will love this film to put you dead on the spot. Yeah. What is it? What got you? Uh, besides, After, besides it setting you on a path towards the love of your life. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, what this? After I was so. I, let me back up. Please. Uh, 
it hit me at the right age. P.T. Anderson hit me at the right age. It was I, right after I had my, like, an intense Kubrick phase mm-hmm. in, like, my late teens, early 20s. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's nothing better than Kubrick. Then I see Boogie Nights, yeah. and then I see Magnolia. And Magnolia hit me so hard. Like, Is that the one you made a noise of after I read it? Yeah. yeah it's like, mm, yeah. it's a perfect movie. It's like yeah. everything I liked about Kubrick meets everything I liked about, like, Robert Altman. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just, like, What's a that? great, great movie. And then I was super excited to see every one of his movies so once I saw There Will Be Blood coming out I'm like oh jazz I'm so jazzed to see this movie emailing all my like my nerdy film friends mm-hmm. let's go see this I don't know why I didn't take them and I took the girl big mistake <laughs> um, but after I saw it the movie it was not in the long run yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I've only we said are, this, we all know why yeah. we are. I've only said this about two movies that I've seen in my life like after I saw it it felt like it was like a lost classic film from like 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it was this in the movie. You ever see White Ribbon? Michael, yes. Michael Haneke? Yeah. It's that, weird. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's good. It's right? intense. It's it's beautifully shot all in black and white about yeah. the start of like World War One in mm-hmm. a small like town. Three, at, three and a half hours long. Yeah, it's, or like, it's, it's But you like, you watch it and it's like, oh, this is like, it, it just came out. It came out around the same time as this. Yeah. But it's like, this was like a, classic film like yeah. it, it should be up there like uh, Citizen Kane or yeah. like a Gone with the Wind well it, I mean it's funny you mentioned Citizen Kane I mean it is it has a lot of similarities to Citizen Kane it has a lot of similarities to a Chinatown I mean mm-hmm. this is thematically we are talking about uh, greed and, and kind of like this uh, Americana um, thirst for, mm-hmm. for, for more and, and I mean that's that's, that's, uh, that's something that really this film is really about Mm. There's no dialogue in the movie for the first yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's so intense. And it that, tells well, that the whole first, story. That first uh, that first droning sound, it almost found, sounds like a cinema, I mean, an um, orchestra warming up. Like, if I, I was just watching it the other night, right away, it's... Mm, uh, that almost reminded me of, like, um, the beginning of 2001 of Space Odyssey. I know we just yeah. saw that. But, yeah, you're right. They, like, they just draw you in, and, and the story's unfolding. It's like he nailed sound. with Christopher Nolan has been trying to nail for mm. his entire career yeah. and misses every time. Yeah. I'm glad you say. I'm glad you say Shot. that. He doesn't miss every time, but I'm I'm not on. Tell me, me one of his. What was one of his hits? Memento, I think, is one. Have I've, you ever tried to rewatch it? Uh, I did rewatch it recently, and it has aged. I will say, but I still, loved Memento when it came out. And I was like, this guy's the next guy, and then been disappointed. <laughs> Dunkirk was great. Uh, Dunkirk was was really good. It was his best movie in a long time. Batman Begins was really good. The Joker was cool. The no 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 no. Batman Begins is fucking great. Dark Knight's fucking great. Dark Knight's great for an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, they're they're not great. We can't do this. They are. They are. They are great. They are absolutely awesome. I just want to ruin any good comic book movie ever that's ever been made. Uh, Period. Either, either You've never way. seen Spider Man three, my. <laughs> Yo, you gotta go. To, I just did. I just, I just did Homecoming, man. Um, yeah, I got lost. I'm sorry. I got angry. I got. Uh, angry. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I was. I, it, for yeah, first twenty minutes. Paul time. No talk. Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it is. It's a film dismantling the mythologies of of American greed, and, and like it did. It, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people do talk about. Um, is it Jack Houston in Chinatown? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's a. I mean, a lot of people oh, actually well, 
we're, we're assuming, and it's not the case, that he actually based his character even down to vocally on him. On him, yeah. yeah. And it, it makes a little sense when you're watching him, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he based it on nothing but talent and just going in there and creating a character. And, well, it was based on um, uh, Edward Doheny. What was based on? The, the character. The character was based on, that, is yeah. that from he was Clues? He was in Oil Man. He was a real oil man okay. named Edward Doheny. Um, oh, cool. And uh, that's what the book Oil Upton Sinclair is mm. based on. Um, and there's actually, he uses the the uh, I Drink Your Milkshake speech. Uh, he used it in real life. Uh, it no was a, fucking yeah. way. He, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson found the metaphor in congressive transcripts from the 1920s Teapot Dome scandal in which New Mexico Republican Senator Albert Fall was convicted of accepting bribes for oil drilling rights to various lands. And then when they were asking uh, Edward Doheny about what drainage is, he used the, the I, if I have a milkshake and you have a milkshake, and my drainage. Oh, yeah. oh, I can't believe that was milkshake. based on something yeah. that really happened. So, I mean, it was, the guy was, ba- the, the movie's based on the book. By Upton Sinclair. Well, like the first hundred pages, right. of it, not even the whole book. Yeah. Have you read it? Or? I have no. I've, <laughs> I've read the only Upton Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> read it. Dare you. <laughs> I watch movies. Yeah, exactly. I've read The Jungle. Yeah. The Jungle is really good, good for you. Yeah. The Jungle, and it's 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 a beast that was almost like there. a uh, Christian Bale. Oh, good for you. Oh, good <laughs> for you. <laughs> Which is my you, favorite. You and me, oh, we're, we're fucking done. Yeah. How was the light? <laughs> <laughs> I go to that all anytime I hear someone say good for you in my head. Oh it's, good, it's good, for good for you. you. <laughs> just, I can't I can't not. Um wow, I you really just kinda of blew my mind with that. I really had no idea. It, I mean that heightens that uh yeah. that crazy scene. How um how ominous of a title is just There Will Be Blood. Yeah. It there is will a be blood. perfect <laughs> fucking title <laughs> too. Well it, they because it's foreshadowing Yes, it's foreshadowing the movie, and he foreshadows it the whole fucking movie. I mean, there's a time, there's like lines of dialogue where he says, "Like I'm gonna bury you right in the right, right in the ground, Eli." Like when he beats him up and like shoves his face in the mud, like you can give oh, me the blood, oh, Eli. Give me the give blood. Me. <laughs> I was thinking it's funny you say that because I mean, you uh, we have you in here from Godwin Evan. The uh, Godwin Evan has a reoccurring um, Daniel Plainview. Bit <laughs> with Paul Gakowski. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul thinks he does the best. He does. He, he really thinks he does. he does a good one. He does, it's it good. is. It is good. But like, yeah, he definitely leans on it. From, you but know. that character, like, what's brilliant about Daniel Day Lewis and in almost all of his movies, he mm. makes these great choices that are also, uh, as an actor myself, they're like, it's like instantly impressionable. It's like he did all the work creating this character and like building this voice, and it's like. I can then go home and do that voice myself, and it's the, I used to do that voice while feeding my my kid peas. Mm-hmm. Eat the peas, Orlando. <laughs> Eat the peas. <laughs> I'm putting them in your mouth, and like it's just it's just so full yeah. and rich, well, yeah, and just slightly, ever so slightly cartoony, yeah. Like it's just well, that's I mean that's how he the cool. uh, like did, uh, have you you saw Phantom Thread? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, one of, of the things one of the things about Phantom Thread is performance in that another P.T. Anderson movie is that it Which after we've a also while done a podcast about yeah so go episode back and two check that out yeah. episode two um, it I just lost my train of thought uh, 
one of the things that like is so interesting about the the uh, the Phantom Thread uh, character is that after you get to know him, every fucking line that he says is like almost hilarious. Yeah, yeah. totally. It's not like they're not. It's not a comedy at all. Right. Yeah. This is. It's kind of still the same way. I mean, there yeah. the audience like that. I just watched Watch it. it. They were cracking up over points that like definitely weren't yeah. funny. But they but are you're funny. Right. It almost comes off sardonic in a way. Yeah, like it's just well, so. You, there's so much behind every line. There's like another layer yeah. to almost every yeah. line of dialogue in that movie. There's what's on the page, and then there's also like the twist that you know DDL puts puts on yeah. it that is just yeah. amazing. You yeah. mentioned how it's almost over the top. I, I found this line in the uh, failing New York Times um, <laughs> that, that his performance is brilliantly located at the juncture between cinematic realism and theatric spectacle. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's like, it's so, you know, developed and, and, and nuanced and weird, but it, but it, it, it does balance that line of almost being just like completely outrageous. Mm-hmm. But he, but you know, he never crosses that line. Yeah, tour de force. He is. It's. It. It. It truly might be. The, in my opinion, the greatest acting performance I've seen. I just. It's, I, it's I'm in awe of it. It's one of. Yeah. Well, and one it's of. also. It's also so great because of like the the arc that the character goes through. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the. I think the biggest themes of it is just like it. This is. I don't. I mean, you could argue that it's that it is greed that forces him to make these decisions. It's greed that like propels him down this like journey or is it this like darkness in a human being's soul that's just like lurking there the whole time mm-hmm. and all it takes is like is just a you know trajectory through your life to yeah. like to open it up and to really make you do terrible things because when the movie starts he's not like an unlikable guy you definitely you're rooting for him you see right. like you see him there's a moment making his way through the through the world yeah there's a moment early on uh, sorry to cut you off Brian but like it's you know, if you do talk about the arc early on with the child that he was with, that right. was his adopted son, and before you see how he utilizes him as a tool so he can announce himself, he's kind of like the mask he wears right. so he can announce right. himself as a family man. They have that scene on the train where it's like touching. Yeah, like he's actually looking at his mustache. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. He's looking at him in a way that you think he loves him, and uh, it's right after the scene where he fills the baby bottle with whiskey. But he. he, Does there there? He, yeah, he loves. He loves yeah, the child. I'm not yeah. taking away the love. I'm, I'm not, like, but by the end, I don't know. I think once right. I, I H.W. Think. became broken, like once he had to make the choice in that moment between looking at my oil, looking at my success, and tending to this sick, my sick son, he chose the oil. Yeah. In that moment, and that yeah. was the moment where. This Point is broken. Yeah. This is not broken. Point of yeah. 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 There will be blood. He is not my blood. Yeah. Like he made oh, yeah. the choice in that moment. Like you're not mine. Yep. This oil is mine. I created this. Yeah. Yeah. When his yeah when yeah. the when the Derek when the Derek fire is going on, like one of the last lines of that scene where it just like pushes into him and he's got the oil over his face and he's just watching it burn. And his his right hand man is just like it is H how's H W? He just kinda says it like I'm assuming he's okay because you're here. He's right. just like how's H is H W gonna be alright? And and down the and Plainview's just like, No, he's not. Yeah. And he's just 
watching his uh-huh. oil burn and like mm-hmm. thinking about all the the oceans of oil that are underneath yeah. and just almost like muttering to himself yeah. it's like that was the point where his character went from like likable to be like oh this oh, dude this, right. fucking, but this guy's caught up you're invested in his character totally. from the beginning so it's conflicting I remember yeah. watching it for the first time you're conflicted about like whoa why is this guy becoming uglier and uglier and uglier <laughs> to the very end when he's just like a fucking drunk and like in his mansion just shooting <laughs> shooting uh, fucking dead animals in the yeah we have to talk about Paul Dano we have to talk about Eli I mean, and just that, that, um, you know, their relationship, what, what it means, what they were going for. I mean, we're dealing with kind of, uh, um, not only we're we looking at the greed and, and kind of what that does to the person, but we're also looking at this bogus, um, evangelism. Mm-hmm. What, what'd you got? What's your take? That was on one that? goddamn hell of a show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what's a, what's a what I just, what I just read and I didn't know this until like two weeks ago, um, they were, there was a different <laughs> actor who was playing Eli, who shot for weeks and then got fired because it wasn't you working. You guys have great information. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's, so it was a no-name dude. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah. Uh, and I checked his IMDb. After he got fired from that movie, his career took it. It, 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 it didn't go. Why did he get fired? Uh, it just wasn't clicking. Yeah. Uh, P, I think PT did it. He was not happy about it. Right. He just cast it incorrectly. And so then they, they, had, they had a weekend to cast somebody else yeah. and then they said... Let's get Paul Dano, who's already who already played the brother. Like, let's just That's make them twins totally. and then have him. Come I in. knew, Shit. I knew for a fact because in in, in uh, Sinclair's book, they what they weren't supposed to be twins. Right. That's what I knew. I didn't realize this whole it, other backstory. Yeah. You know, the first time I saw this, that confused the fuck out of me. Yeah, like, I thought it was. No, a, no, I think a, a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I, it, like when he shows up, when when Eli first shows up when they're going quail hunting, mm. it's I thought that he was. Playing a, a game like he was in character, to, so his father wouldn't know that he went and kind of like sold out the information. But then, if you if you rewatch that scene, there's the after he goes back into the house, mm. there's a shot of uh, of Plainview watching him go, and then he just kind he of looks, like, looks down yeah. at the sun and, and kind of like gives the sun like a little nod, like "Do you understand? Like this is this is a twin brother." He doesn't know about. Though when I first watched the movie, I was like, "What is that look?" Like, it's it's an interesting choice. It's a more interesting choice, perhaps, if Paul Dano's character was the same guy, mm-hmm. faked, faked to get five hundred yeah. bucks, come to my uh, my farm, totally. buy us out over there. Yeah, he's, you know, he's getting get paid twice. Going. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's 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 a different choice, but it's it's more. It might be a little more interesting. Props to Paul Dano for uh, uh, going toe to toe with. Daniel yeah. Day. I mean, that those, these are intense scenes there in together. Yeah. It's really, it's it's remarkable. Yeah, I mean, the scene, the scene in the church when he finally baptizes him, he mm. fucking plays him. Yeah, he absolutely oh, plays him. He keeps slapping him, and then yeah. the first slap, yes. the look that Daniel Day Lewis gives him, <laughs> like it's like, oh, all right, you gonna play this? Give me the bloody like, give me the blood. <laughs> you do have a great, <laughs> dude. I love it. I love it so much. And um, I love at the end of that scene when he like whispers. Into his ear in the corner, and then, oh, and who knows and, what that yeah, whisper is? Yeah, and then I'm it just kind of like leaves Dano in the corner, like kind of looking down, like sheepishly. 
Yeah. I mean, what, what was the, what could the whisper be? I mean that it, I'm assuming that in 20 years you're gonna come to my house. I'm gonna yeah, beat you, I'm gonna death beat with you with a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I think like Wait next to, time yes. I see you, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Though. I think that that makes that sounds right. Because the next time Wait. he sees him, he kills him. Yeah. Wait till he sees my bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, because he took that money and left town. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard um, I've heard critique of that uh, that third act. I, I don't understand it. The third act is the best. The last I, I 20 minutes are the best. It's, it's so intense. It's uh, it's one good scene. I mean, pretty much from when it turns to 1928, I think mm-hmm. is the last. That's yeah, like the last yeah. time period. Just yeah. everything from then on. The yeah. scene with the sun and mm-hmm. then the scene with, with yep. Eli, one after another. That's where you just see like the, the final like just disgusting human being uh, that yeah. he's turned into. The unraveling. The, yeah, it's... and he's not likable, but he's still incredibly watchable yeah. uh, in, in those scenes. Most sociopaths are. Yeah. Most, most sociopaths. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean... We have one, we have one in I was, I was in saying, office. let's talk about sociopath. Let's, let, let's talk about, I mean, this, I, I feel like with Plainview, we're talking about the dark underside of, like, kind of, like, American success and, like, what, it, like, like, I, I, and not to get into politics, but obviously you were just speaking of, I, I look at some of the people who are in charge or kind of, you know, who are making so much money and, you know, the 1% and everything, and I'm always like, what fucking drives you? You know, like well, how how do you how do you leave empathy? How do you how do you how do you move forward in this this way that you're 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 just taking and getting not, and wanting not, more, wanting more, not wanting happiness. more. Yeah, not happiness and just but like I'm always I I, I feel like uh, he kind of says it in the movie when he's talking to um, uh, fake, fake brother, brother yeah. at, around the fire and it's like the first time that he's ever truthful. Look, there's another. There will be blood. That guy's not his yeah, blood. Yeah. He thinks it is, uh, and he he latches onto him. It's something. It's something. It's blood. It's like important mm-hmm. to him. And um, but he tells him it's like I have this. Well, I, can't I have this uh, this competition in me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see other people succeed. And I can't keep doing this with these with these people. people. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. That's. A, that's a, isn't that the point where he's like, I look at these people and I see nothing I like. Yeah. yeah. Can you do that in? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Don't put him on the spot. That's not, that's not one of my go-to yeah, lines. No, but can I, you believe you? And this is my son, H.W. <laughs> there you go. That's no, but I mean, he, he's like, I look at these people and I see nothing I like. And in that moment, I was, I was thinking about the only way that you can chase these, these, you know, these goals of, of money, access, even when you have enough, is to have just full-on contempt of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the yeah. reasons. I'm power, sure power too. Powers, powers. Is even definitely even people, even people that have goodness in their heart. That like, if you look at someone like Obama, like I feel that Obama was a good human being yeah. at his core, even though he did horrible fucking things. Like every president has done horrible things, killing children with drones. Yeah, yeah. more than a any lot. other, more than any other president. Yeah. I mean, definitely could be like considered a war criminal. Like mm-hmm. if you go by the statutes of the I, Gene- uh, Geneva Convention. I just saw uh, Fahrenheit 11.9 uh, today. Ooh. And uh, I, I, I'm not going to look at Obama the same. Yeah. Again, they really dig into how he dealt with Flint. And I haven't seen that footage, and it fucked me up. Did he? He didn't deal with it. He right? went there, and he uh, he did this stunt. It's it's fucking crazy. He he, they were trying to tell the people there that the water was fine after a certain point, and it was not fucking fine. Obama went there, 
and he, in front of everyone, in front of everyone assembled, he's like, you know, I need to drink water. I want to drink water. And they're like, get bottled water, get bottled water. He's like, no, 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 I need to drink water. He's like, I'm not doing a stunt. I'm, I'm thirsty, thirsty. And they, they bring him a glass of water. And he takes the smallest sip and puts it away. And it was a stunt to say, and then he does it again. Like, like it was, it fucking fucked me up. This, so why uh, do you, so don't you think that like, that's kind of the opposite do you think like somebody like that is in the same category as someone like a Daniel Playview or a Trump? Oh, no, 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 no. Or do you no. think that like because you're trying to do something for the greater good, you realize that you have to let like a lot of harm come to other people? Because you can't like make one decision without like hurting. Oh, yeah. No matter else. Yeah. No matter what. Then you can't. Should. You can't like exist in a society without like. Pain and suffering I, being I, caused. Well, I mean, in, even in us. this specific case, I can't even imagine why he wouldn't be helping the people of Flint. In How close body. was it to re-election? Uh, I'm it's a swing not. state. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a swing state. You know what they cut to too, and it's something I wasn't very familiar of. Uh, then um, soon after, they used Flint as uh, military training ground. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> Holy shit! They just they just they didn't tell the people of Flint that they were coming in and do this in the middle of the night. Fucking like, like helicopter warplanes, fucking tanks. Dude, war games. They're dropping the bombs into vacant buildings, like in the like just full out war games. What the <laughs> fuck, dude? It's mind blowing. Have, have you ever? I mean, have you ever been to Flint? No. It's fucking. I've been very, very close, yeah, and I've, even where I was, I was, was in Flint fucking, a couple years yeah. ago. Detroit too. I mean, yeah, like I was, Detroit, Detroit, and like Baltimore. Yep. I mean, the amount of real estate that's just fucking yeah. empty is crazy in some of these places. I remember right, Crazy. Uh, just right. blocks and blocks and blocks yeah. of just empty houses. I but you know what? That's happening here in New York as yeah. well for different reasons. Yeah. Mm. But it's Nobody like... Nobody can afford the, the yeah. rent. Like, in, like small business owners can't afford rent in no. Manhattan. Yeah, I, I had a meeting work. once. Um, and I was working in California and I flew to Detroit. And, uh, downtown is before the state of casino boom. So now there's at least lively casinos or whatever considered them lively but uh i was i went into it was the tallest building at the time and i went into and i was about to tell the guy uh what floor i was going to he's like oh no no there's only one floor yeah. of the tallest building there he's like he's like he's like no the, the, the only active yeah i'm sure people i know exactly where you're going <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh you're going up to 54 yeah and i was like what the fuck is going on here what is yeah really, it's uh it's empty roads, man. Empty roads. And just the multi, you know, multi-lane highways that are just yeah. empty. Yeah. I, I mean, it, 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 so, so then, so then, why would? So why does Obama do something like that? Well, I have no the, idea. I'm still. Reason. I'm actually reeling it from the film. Is, pretty, pretty hard. I don't know. Hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm confused in a lot of ways. The uh, th- that's what was uh, confusing about. I was. I expected it to be like a very Trump film. Uh, it's it's like it's like Flint based. In a crazy way, fucking. Uh, Good for Michael Moore. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. I cried like three times. Get the like, people in the theater thinking they're going to watch. You know, up Trump and back. It, it, it definitely and he definitely like you know brought it all in and, and like it is bookend by like some really scary Trump shit. But in the middle, it is um it is it is Flint based and it is a uh, it is a pretty harsh attack on Clinton. Because, you know, Clinton kind of turned people towards uh, being more Republican without people realizing they were with his incarceration techniques mm. and, and, and just a lot of what he was doing with the banks and everything. But then it just, it, it really, I got real depressed about what could have been because um, it really attacks what the DNC did to Bernie. Yeah. And it really exposes that. I mean, I'm, not fucking, I'm like, I was, I was, I was 
I'm, I'm sorry about this tangent, everyone who was here for the There We Be Blood. <laughs> but but it's, it's, things, things come on your mind. And, and, and this does. It's just this, this, this movie really makes me uh, think about just like the, 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 the uh, American character of, of, of these people that, that do shape, you know, so many people's lives through their decisions mm-hmm. for wanting power or greed or whatever the fuck they want. So many people are, are, are left in these mines where, you know, there's that one scene where the mines burning, people died, and he's just like, he doesn't give a fuck because he's just like, he's like, he's like, I'm the only one who can get in there and get that oil. Yeah, is that my Daniel? <laughs> I'm very sorry. I mean, well, there's, you can work on it a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> there's the uh, like at the beginning of the at the beginning of the movie when there's the accident. He uh, when the ladder breaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where his buddy dies. Oh yeah, with the yeah, when yeah, they, the bits fight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he like rushes. He rushes to to help, but then like later when there's an accident, the, he gets woken up when he's like drunk, passed out on the floor, and the first thing that's he asks is, like, "Do I do I know him? Do I know him? Yeah. Do I know him?" And uh, that's just kind of like you just well, see him like it's that arc too. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's perfect. He's he's a human being at the beginning, and he's a monster yeah. at the end. But he's alone, just yeah. alone. Right. He's fucking alone. <laughs> Except with his like manservant. Yeah, what, is, it's what, just, what do you think happened after? Uh, which yeah, which, which is, is also question. Question. which is also the greatest ending line in a film ever. Yeah. I'm finished. Yeah, I'm finished. <laughs> Done. That is. Well, that's. I almost feel like it's so purposely put together, like to the point where the like that line is so perfect for yeah. the closing. Like he sat down and. Um, yeah, you're finished as a person. The movie's finished. Well, fi- every, yeah. You're finished with your food. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's what I think it was for. He's finished with his food. Because he ate yeah. his food. Oh, and he's so, yelling. Like, yes. So he brought the That's food. what he's telling the man service? Yeah. I'm finished. With his food, I think. Yeah. Not the, the human great. being. Yeah, that yeah, is totally. amazing. But, like, while you're cleaning up, like, the pork chop that I just ate, like, there's a dead body here. Yeah. So we <laughs> should probably take care of that. <laughs> That's a great question, though. What, 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 what what's next? I mean, manservant didn't call them no cops. No, no. He's living a great life in that. In that uh, this is this is the he's best. just slowly he's handing checks the sign. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It, I mean, that's also what you think about. I mean, like these are bleak existence for yeah. people who are in this position. That I mean, these ivory, the ivory towers. I mean, that is an, it's a metaphorical ivory tower. Metaphor, yeah, this, I yeah. mean, it's fucking. It's, I mean, like it's is Trump. Like happy in his ivory tower. I think he's a paranoid fucking freak. Fucking well, hundred <laughs> percent. But is there any like, is he like looking upon his kingdom with joy and and happiness and and being proud, or is it just like a fucking maniacal, twisted, insane person? Yeah, because that's what I mean. That's what like Plainview becomes. He just mm. becomes. There's just no end. There's no like, if I make a billion dollars. Phew, I can yeah, relax. Yeah, because you can always make a billion and five dollars. You yeah. know, it's like there's always more. It's never over. Yeah, yeah. That's and sad. No, there's no happy ending. His son is now the competition. Yeah, yeah. he was. Gonna, my, yeah, I know. He's yeah. gonna go check out yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's and I hate you now. Definitely. Yeah. Fucking. I mean, that's the shit. This that makes you think about it. I mean, it's a great American story. Yeah. So like. Again, every line of this movie, yeah. it's like one of the. It's just so well written. Like three cheers, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, 
um, I'll forgive the master. Like you did. <laughs> it's my my least favorite. Of, I still uh, like it. Sure. But it's my least favorite yeah. of all of his movies. Great acting. Great acting. Acting. Great cinematography yeah. again. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot to like. So many parts. And I understand. There's that, yeah. Joaquin goes balls to the wall on that one. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's the he's the Joker now. I saw Joaquin. I saw those screen yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it's going to be more much more like story driven. I bet. Yeah, they're not. It's I think Todd Phillips, going, right? Yeah, let's see how the guy from old school yeah, handles, <laughs> I can't, handles the Joker. Yeah, Todd Phillips is only known in, in my world, really, as, as old school. Uh, oh, he's a hangover, hangover guy. Yeah. He also hangover released the Fish documentary, Bittersweet Motel. Uh, it, uh, none of these really lead to me thinking like he some did Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Scorsese produced Joker movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But he did uh, Road Trip. Road Trip was a. Uh, what? Road yeah. Trip was the one. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I thought Road Trip was Buddy the first Road time. I've, yeah. I've directed Joaquin and the Joker and Tom Green what and Road it? Trip. <laughs> Did you guys see that Joaquin movie that came out? Um, just I, I was never really here. Uh, yeah, that looks fascinating. That looks dope. Yeah, you saw it. The one it with him in the wheelchair. I haven't seen it. No, no, the one where he's like beating. He's like he beating the shit out of people. Oh no! He's like hired to hurt people that. Have inflicted pain on others. Oh, so great. I think the movie is he's yeah, that's hired. fucking sick. Yeah, he's they're just like he's going walking around with a hammer and shit. Oh, like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, 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 great. Him with it. Give him a hammer. Let him go. These sound like great movies to me. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's like all these the dark twisted fantasy in the background. I would just like to walk down the street with the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just let out some rage. Um, let's circle back to Johnny Greenwood real quick because uh, he did not get to the get. Uh, we were talking about it before we, we were airing. Um, he did not get to get the praise that, that he probably deserved for this. He was not even uh, nominated for his score um, because he was in, ineligible due to its use of pre-existing material um, uh, as the score features elements from his, his uh, you know, previous compositions. What is the, like, well, whose rule is this? <laughs> yeah, but well, like, it's, it's the same thing, like, uh, you can't be in the Director's Guild if you direct a movie with a co-director. So, like, Robert Rodriguez got kicked out of kicked the DGEA for, like, for Sin City. Miller, yeah, Frank Miller. Sin City, yeah. because he, he had Tarantino direct, like, one of the scenes from that. He had what about, like, the Wachowskis? I mean, I don't know. Or, like, the Duffer brothers? Aren't they, like, a brother? Yes, they are. Yeah. They are. Maybe if you're, maybe if you're siblings, if you're, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Duffer brothers uh, produced um, the uh, documentary that we just, we just discussed. Um, why can't I think of it? No, Duplass brothers. Duplass. Yeah. Who are the Duffer brothers? The du- uh, Stranger Things. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you, everyone can see how I can mix those up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Duffer brothers. Very Come on. <laughs> it's almost like they had to. Well, then there's the, who are the guys that did Lego Movie and then they got fired from Solo? Um, were those brothers or was it just I two I think dudes? it was just one guy. No, you, I think they're buddies. They're just buddies. This is pure speculation. Maybe right? it's a, like a, the Coens. What about the Coens? Yeah. Oh, right. one one directs, one produces. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They but they're swap. pretty much. Is that a rule, Brian? They. If they I'm pretty sure yeah, that the yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember hearing an interview with Rodriguez. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. Was, I, I know that exact story, but I'm I'm wondering what the rules like yeah. the exact rule. And the I wonder if it's are a, stupid. Yeah. The rules are fucking stupid. Yeah. Because how? What is an element? How many seconds is an element? Is it a full? Is it a, is it thirty seconds? This, is it four notes in a row? This, uh, is that an element? This leads me to my favorite mo- moment, uh, a reference of my favorite moment in the Academy Awards ever. Um, 
with George Clooney, who who receives his Academy Award, uh, um, I think the um, South Park kind of based their entire smug uh, George Clooney episode on <laughs> on this moment when he receives the Academy Award and he's like, "How do you even judge art?" You know, how do you, how do you, how do you, no, no. He goes on. He goes. He's like, "What do we do? We, we all. We, what do we do? We all put on a bat suit. Unless we all did the same <laughs> role. Like, Everybody put on a bat I watched suit. I'll try it. Time. Like it's the smuggest, like most Hollywood. He he basically after he does that, he he uh, he he praises Hollywood for um for making um you know uh, breaking the color barrier, um, yeah. um, um, solving AIDS, like all in one speech. This happens all in one yeah. speech. It's I the most smug that. Hollywood speech of all time. Yeah, it's he like, was saying he was saying how uh, that they've always been ahead of the curve, ahead of the curve on social issues. Yeah. There are a lot of applause. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. He was, he was he was feeding it to it. How do you even judge art? It's freaking do all kind of bat suit. Yeah, that's it's, why I, that's why I've stopped watching like award shows, man. It's just too much self congratulatory. I dig a montage. I'm a sucker. <laughs> montage, I'm a sucker for yeah. montage. I'm and a then, sucker for Moonlight winning uh, the way it won. I'm a sucker for like oh yeah huge mistakes. Just, yeah, yeah, some sort of crazy yeah. error on stage. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, um, it, it, the, the score though, fucking the ability, uh, and and Johnny's shown this in, in a lot of the other work to build tension is crazy. Yeah. Some of like the ticking noises and like you know, <laughs> it's it. it yeah, that weird like it was like drumming that was happening like in a couple scenes. Yeah, yeah. The the score is great. It what the fits, fuck is going on? Exactly. It fits so well with the movie. My, yeah, my spine is just tingling. It's crazy. It had to be intense to watch it. Live with, with the yeah. yeah, the uh, the oil derrick scene, like when it when it burns, mm. that one, because then that's like where that's the ticking where it's tick 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 tick. It starts like that, and then like the big drums come in, right? Boom 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 boom, and there like it was loud in there. Yeah, during that, they actually one of the things that was weird about the the screening was that they had subtitles in English. Just in case the music got it too was loud? fucking me up at first because I was just like, I'm like, what? Is this a mistake? Like, I kept... Why can't we go get someone to turn this... I, yeah, I was just this... like, we can hear it in English and I'm reading it in English. Like, this is distracting. But then I think uh, that it was because a lot of their... their uh, Older? Yeah. Yeah. Their viewers maybe can't like hear over the the music but i'm, I'm saying the, the sound mix was incredible like i forgot that i that there was a or like a symphony up there they did not have subtitles for babe <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're wondering that did not happen that was man what the fuck? I think someone fucked up someone then, fucked up but, but there was an yeah, someone, hit, someone hit the close cop the caption yeah the, uh, then, it the too, right then, it too, then it got too far it's like we gotta own this yeah. Well, <laughs> just, well yeah because then there was the intermission and then we came back, and the subtitles were still on. And I was like, "Fuck, man! Maybe they're supposed to be." I on. wouldn't mind. I, I I like subtitles. I actually, I like them when I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with subtitles for. I, actually, I love international when it's films like in English. That's what I was going to say. It's I, very different. That's when, what I really when like. The words are coming up while you're hearing them because yeah. you can. Re- I read faster than they come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, you're yeah. off pace, and you and you're not watching the screen. Yeah, I mean your yeah. your eyes are going yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, it was distracting. Yeah, something was off. Yeah, I was super high too. So I was just <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, for a second, I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. Wait, those are the words, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, uh, but yeah, overall, it was, it was a it was a dope experience. Great score. That's his first score. Has he? What else has he scored? He scored uh, Inherent Vice, right? Yeah, Brian, can you look that up? Yeah, I know you're, I know you're quick with the fingers. Um, he Inherent Vice has to be Phantom Thread. Did he do Phantom Thread as well? I don't know. I think he did. I believe so. I, be, I, be, I believe he's like on board right now. Good. I yeah. Mean, great. PT has put together a absolutely. Team. Yeah. Of phenomenal. He did people. for uh, Phantom Thread. He actually didn't use Robert. Um, he he actually did the cinematography on his own. Wow. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Do like, you? He like P.T. Anderson is an artist, and I'm so glad there are only there are so few filmmakers that are just artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad he exists in this world. Yeah. His movies. Don't really make that much money. This one made 70, 76.2 like million, biggest. which is a lot for him. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Thread was a lot too for him, 46 or something like and, that. And his budgets are what, maybe 20 His budget million? for this was 25 yeah. million. So this was, this was the success. This is what the. Like, he doesn't make blockbuster. Most of his films. movies are around 20 something that I, come out. Yeah. Like, I know people, like, my, my dad loves movies. Yeah. I don't know if he's ever seen a P.T. Anderson yeah. movie. Right. Like, you know, it's like. Has he really lived in? I know. Has, has, he, uh, has he even seen I don't. I also then? don't want to show him these movies just in case he doesn't like. Holy! I used to. Uh, I used to take a lot of risk with my father, and I would take him to. Um, I remember. Um, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Rushmore. Um, Wes. Wes Anderson. I took him to uh, the Life Aquatic, and I. But I was taking him to a bunch, and he was doing good with some like offbeat movies, and he was. He's always like, "Oh, that was interesting," and like, but he was always a sport. I swear, Life Aquatic almost threw him over the edge. He's just like, I think we're done. We're gonna stick to the blockbusters, Mike. You know, I did. I did the same thing. My parents don't take my suggestion anymore because the last and because the last movie, I was like, all right, you need to watch this film. It's important. It's called Happiness. It's <laughs> it's it's not about happiness, uh, but it's it's an, a, it's, it's an ironic it's, title. It's an intense movie. Like you need to watch this movie. I, I gotta be honest with you. I don't know. What human being I can think of in my social net that I would recommend happiness? I was going to say, I was uncomfortable watching it with friends. I remember watching it because I was like in a film moment with, with you know, some of, like, it, but I can't think of his other films right now, but like at that time. Welcome to the Dollhouse. Doll yeah, Welcome to yeah. the Dollhouse. And like a lot of these, I was really getting, I was really loving like independent yeah. film at the time and, and, and the whole thing. And, and happiness was like, we, we all got excited for it. I liked Welcome yeah. to the Dollhouse. So like, we kind of like, we're all enjoying free films. We're all like, Fuck man, like yeah, what the fuck? Gross. You Happiness had that, you, you makes you feel for a child molester. Yeah, it, like it makes you feel. It's trying sympathy. to find empathy. It's trying to cause you to find empathy. It for worked. Yeah. yeah. Well, fuck that. <laughs> that's crazy. I know. I know. It is <laughs> crazy. crazy. But that is the. They're beauty. trying to. They're trying to make you understand. That's the beauty of fucking films. All it is is a picture. And some sound, and it can make me feel all kinds right. of ways, right. and I love it. Even if it makes me feel queasy, uh, if if a horror movie can make me feel scared, mm-hmm. it's like good job, man. Yeah, it's one of those it things. It, it, it's in the point to make yeah. you feel something, and yeah. like if, especially if you hit your aim, what you're trying to make that person feel. Yeah, you know, whether try to make them cry, try to make them feel weird, try to make them understand a child monster. That's why I'm, I'm like I'm so forgiving with movies, like. Because it's apparently it's fucking tough. not. <laughs> Interstellar, Prestige, Dark Knight, Inception. Hold on. Prestige is great. Momentum. Prestige yeah, is you. great. Thank you. Prestige thank is you. great. Interstellar's a piece it's of fucking garbage. Not. It's fucking not. You know what else is a piece of shit? Inception. Yeah. 
<laughs> totally. <laughs> we're just we're, wait. It's we're a dream drone, within a dream within giving, a dream, man. We're giving drone noises in weird movies of past. You're forgiving, you know. But this is not. It, uh, um, Interstellar is fucking beautiful, and we can do it another time. I, I, I actually lot, stopped I, watching. That I have a fucking as as lot to say about it, and it's fucking. I, it's. I stopped. So many people told me how good Interstellar was that I was like, okay, I know it's not, but I'm going to watch it anyway. I started watching. I wrote it. a piece. Hang uh, on, hang on. I started watching it, and then I stopped when, right when now. they introduced Anne Hathaway's character by saying, like, this is our. This is our smartest astrophysicist we have, and the door opens, and it's Anne Hathaway, yeah. like her plucky astronaut. Who, who out was, there. who's a great like, actress? Um, <laughs> she is. She's won an Academy Award for fucking, and she was only on screen for like seven minutes. Oh, but it was amazing. For Lena, yeah, it was yeah. fucking yeah. I dreamed, I dreamed a dream. I it was. It's fucking. It's fucking amazing. I like Lena's. Lena's, and I am like that they cast Russell Crowe. So uh, we're in the home stretch, and we're picking fights, uh, and oh. you guys have pissed me off. And so let's get into it. Um, wait, wait, real quick to answer your question. Please. He's only done Johnny Greenwood's only because <laughs> because this isn't gonna end well, and I'm gonna see to it that way. Go on. Uh, Johnny Greenwood's only done P.T. Anderson mm-hmm. movies, so he's only done... Oh, has he really? The, that's the loyalty. Man. Yeah. You know what that yeah. is? That's loyalty. Yeah, I, like, love, that's I love like, loyalty. That's I love like, that. Uh, I love when there's a That's pairing. like, what's his name with uh, uh, Trent Reznor Trent? with uh, David Fincher. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's gone outside that box. Really? At this point. I'm, mm. I'm, 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 not, I'm not sure. I might have an extra nine inch. Man, He'll stick it by fin- the way. Fincher makes good movies, too. He became, he became a hell of a filmmaker. Finch. What do you mean became? Like, seven right out the gate. Seven the game. Al- Aliens 3. N- yes, I know. <laughs> Aliens. No, 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 no. Hold on. I specifically said seven right out the gate. We will forget, we will forget that, that he made Alien 3. Which I, is not a terrible movie, but mm. compared to compared Aliens. To Aliens, yeah. yeah. But he did. But he's seven, so much better seven, than Chris Nolan. Seven the game. Fight God, Club, the game is so Panic, good. Panic Room, like those were all in a row. Yeah, that's and, that, impressive. and that was all before he started like recently doing Zodiac, like, so, yeah. Zodiac, Social Network. Yeah, fucking one. Of, he's one of the best contemporary filmmakers. He might be. Yeah. Although I was not. I, I I I really tried to like um, Mindhunter. I liked it. I, I, I got seven episodes in, and I was just like, I don't know why this, this okay, show is so boring. It. It's so well done, but it's just <laughs> so fucking boring. That's how I feel about Chris Nolan. <laughs> Real well done, but right, so boring. So let's get into it. Here we, here <laughs> we go. Take here, here we go. I got, I got something for us. I'm, I'm going to bring this home. <laughs> so I want to say to everyone listening, I uh, I love this film. It's I think it's in my top ten. It's one of the best movies ever fucking made. Yeah. But you know what else is interesting? What? It's not even the best movie made that year. Right. Yeah. What? There was another film yeah. shot in the same town yeah. called um, Marfa, Texas that fucking got the acclaim it deserved because it was do, the do best you, movie. You no know, Country you, for Old Men is a fucking masterpiece. But it's not better than It's there not will be better blood. than There Will Be Blood. It's absolutely better. And what I love... Do you want... I mean, that's, that's, that's how the argument. Let's not just say what, why, whatever. So Let me tell you why what, There Will Be Blood wins. Okay, you go first then. Because it shut down filming on No Country for Old Men. It was so good on the other half of town. The smoke from the fire filled the sky. And the Cohen's your explosion, your explosion was bigger. Yeah. You had, you had it's a, nice a metaphor. Explosion. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Thank you. It's symbolism. Um, so, I mean, what, you, what, what I will say, uh, I think undeniably, is... The I mean we're looking at the best acting performance. I think the cinematography is is 
you know, it just as good as it can ever get in uh, in, in There Will Be Blood. Uh, the screenplay. It's, no, I, 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 that's where that's where I go. The story. The story of and here we have the story. The story to me, I know this is. I think this has been done before. This story of American greed has been done before. Listen, hear me out. Like in like I mentioned, Citizen Kane. I mentioned fucking Chinatown. This this story. I mean, I found I found a more nuanced. Uh, uh, personally, and this is all personal. But right. like when it comes to the 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 tale that they were telling about how how you know. People get too old to understand, like they, the, 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 the dangers of youth, and like that, like how, like just the idea of no country for old men, like that, that you've worn out your time, and 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 then also we're talking about the greatest, one of the greatest villains in all time, yeah. Natasha Kerr. That's amazing. I actually, and beyond just, I mean, we're talking two amazing characters in There Will Be Blood. There's like six characters that I found completely enthralling. In, in no country for old men, I, I love the tangled web they did. It it fucking floored me, and the, and the cinematography is not shabby at all. It's fucking Roger gore. Yeah. It, yes, Roger it's fucking Deacons. gorgeous. And my boy Roger Ebert has my back. Quote: <laughs> "There we blood is the kind of film that easily gets called great. I am not sure of its greatness. It was filmed in the same area of Texas as No Country for Old Men, and that is a great film." And a perfect one. Uh, no. That's ridiculous. Sounds like that was written by an old man. (laughs) (laughs) On his way way out the door. No reviews for old men. It is is interesting. (laughs) No reviews for old men. It is interesting to see that, uh, um, there's no way we could even do it. Like, their their storylines of, you know, their films are are tied together. Even down to where they were filmed together. Yeah. I don't, and this is not a slight on No Country for Old Men. I love that movie. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. great. It's I think wonderful. what the Coens do so well is that they take the conventions of normal filmmaking, three-act structure, and they do it brilliantly. They know how to tell a story Dude, you are, You're dripping so with a butt. Well. You are dripping so well. with a butt. No, the only butt is that I don't think there's anything conventional about there will be blood. Mm. I think it's, you know, there's no dialogue for the first 20 minutes. Show me another movie besides 2001. Wally. Okay. Wally. Wally. Yeah. Wally's <laughs> no dialogue. Like, <laughs> I think Wally has a beat by like at least yeah. I think there's no talking in Wally for like 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the best Pixar movie. Yeah. No doubt. And, and Coco. Yeah. And Coco. I love Coco's the Coco's yeah. good. It's so good. Did you see Incredibles 2 yet? I have not. Would it, would it make me so cry? dope. I mean... No, it won't. It's great. Coco makes me cry twice. Dude, Coco, I cried hard. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. It, I don't want to know... Did we talk about I, this? I don't know. I feel like... If, I, I don't want to know someone who doesn't cry to Coco. Yeah. Daniel Plainview would not cry to Coco. Oh, no. He's fucking... He's Look at this boy. <laughs> stealing a guitar from the man. <laughs> oh, that scene when he's running across the bridge early on. It's, it's, it's also it's just so, so beautiful. Yeah. But uh, uh, what what I love about P.T. Anderson is that that movie, and Punch Drunk Love as well, is just they're not, and Magnolia, none of, none of his movies are yeah. conventional. Like, it's something new. He's He takes risks and they pay off. Magnolia yeah. is great. I yeah. saw that in theaters. I was floored by that when it yeah, came out. That was really impressive. Uh, I, I, we won't go back and forth, but I, I, it's it's hard to call some of the Cohen brothers pieces of art conventional. 
I mean, they they they're as offbeat and, and they're offbeat, but but they're but I understand what you're talking yeah. about the 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 the, the of course, the narrative and the the acts you can yeah. kind of in yeah yeah they're both great they're they're, yes. they're both great it's all great you guys are great I'm sorry <laughs> I just it's just it's you know it's all how do you compare art I mean what do we do we put on a bat suit and yeah. <laughs> figure it out and, and all these filmmakers they've bat contributed suit. to bat suit with nipples man on. guys we cured AIDS we cured AIDS here today we yeah. we broke and you know what we've uh it's <laughs> He didn't say we cured AIDS, did we? He definitely talked about how they were on the forefront of the. Uh, he basically, yeah. absolutely, basically. It's it's. God, man. Do you guys remember the smug episode of? I don't. Of, yeah. of, it's it's worth going back to. There's a cloud of Hollywood smug moving around. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic, man. It's awesome. Uh, any final thoughts on There Will Be Blood? Nah, man. I, think, uh, I, I wanna, very. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, what a great bunch of uh, like day players they have on this movie. Paul F. Tompkins. Mm. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins in the mix was in, bad. In the very beginning. Uh, Jack Handy as the... Um, uh, can this be God? Yeah. Can everything yeah. be God? Yeah. Uh, he's fucking great. Uh, I can look at bandies. Mance Raider ba- is in this. Mance Raider. Mance Raider. Yeah. Yeah. He's the assistant? Game of Thrones. Yeah. His pleasure. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, the guy who played Henry. What he, a great act! Like I have. He also, where is if that you want you know where he is. He's Doctor Mindbender in in GI Joe: Rise of the Cobra. Oh, <laughs> That's no. the only other time I've seen him. Don't ask why I've seen it. <laughs> oh no! Uh, he's got a unique IMDb page. It's um, I think he's in one of the Chicago. You know, there's like a bunch of Chicago, Chicago police, Chicago, fire, Chicago fire. PD. Uh, he's in there's one three of them. Like, why isn't he in everything? He's a great actor. Yeah, because there's too much stuff out there. So like, I, I see this happen a lot. People are just like, "Whatever happened to that guy?" I'm like, "That guy works. He's like on some fucking random like show." On He's been on this TV show for nine years. Yeah. yeah, there's just so much of it out there that like actors can just kind of get lost. Like, yeah, in that role that only people know them that are like in that orbit of that show or that network or whatever. Mm-hmm. My it's favorite, weird. my favorite fact I learned about there will be blood. Um, H.W. the kid. Yeah. Great face, not an actor at all. Yeah, he didn't do anything before this. Uh, basically, P.T. Anderson said, I don't want to see any actors. Find me a kid from Texas that knows how to shoot a gun. Oh, wow. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. Just find me a kid in Texas. And they, they went to visit schools, and someone said, Oh, check out this kid. He's like my neighbor's kid. And there he is, H.W. And the, the uh, follow up story the mother of the child. When they were like, it's gonna, he's gonna be acting with Daniel Day Lewis. She watched Gangs of New York and she freaked out because she was just like, uh, she was freaked out by uh, Bill the Butcher. So, so PT Anderson. <laughs> I wonder why. So PT Anderson scrambled oh, and that's sent. Right, he didn't want and, that. Yep. And sent to, sent her a copy of uh, The Age of Innocence, where he plays like a refined and elegant gentleman. Yeah, he's not all that. And then she was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, she forgot he was. Acting, yeah, <laughs> <to> build a bunch. <laughs> it's fun. So uh, that's gonna do it. Yeah, that's that's gonna do it. So uh, it's been a minute since our last episode. We apologize about that. We'll try to uh, uh, come at you with something soon. But um, but uh, thank you for uh, taking. Uh, uh, you know, thank you for joining the party. Stop trying, you sniveling ass. Stop your nonsense. Hello, Cyrus. This podcast is in the loop. 
the Legion of Osiris Podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.